It's a top Tuesday here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, and we're going to get into the top three reasons why the Razorback football team will be even better in the 2022 season. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Arc, the premium smart soundbar for TV, movies, ga music, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com to learn more. Now, this podcast is a little bit different because I'm having to record it uh, on a Monday night and get it ready for you on a Tuesday. So if you're watching on our YouTube channel at Locked On Razorbacks, you'll probably notice that the lighting's a little bit different and uh, all that. But I guess, you know, when you're recording it at night, this is kind of what it looks like. So, uh, but I'm going to be traveling to the Razorback basketball game uh, up in against South Carolina tomorrow, which of course would be Tuesday. So I wanted to pre-record this to make sure that uh, we got in the podcast before I left. And I mentioned earlier in a podcast that I wanted to start doing de designated segments or designated shows for particular days so you can kind of understand and know what to count on for those days. And one of the deals was on Tuesdays, I wanted to call it Top Tuesday. It's lame, cliche, I don't care. It's the best I got, all right? Leave me alone. But what it essentially is is that every Tuesday, it'll mainly be three things, the top three something, Sometimes it may be a little bit more, but since we do three segments on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast, it makes sense to do the top three whatever. So we're going to do that on every Tuesday, barring any sort of crazy breaking news or anything like that. Tuesday seems like a pretty good day for it, so we're going to have some fun with that. And this is kind of the first time, I guess maybe the second time. I think I did top something before, but either way, it doesn't matter. This is going to be the first official uh, Top Tuesday podcast, and I think that it's a, it's a really good one and a really good topic because – It'll definitely get the pot stirred for a lot of you who listen to the podcast or watch the podcast. And it essentially breaks down to this. The top three reasons as to why the Razorback football team will be even better in 2022 than what they will be in 2021 and what they were in 2021. Now, make no mistake. I am not saying for sure, no doubt, no questions asked, that Arkansas is going to be better than 9-4 and four in 2022. I think it's possible. And so these are going to be the reasons why I believe it's possible. That's what it comes down to. We'll do our predictions and everything once we get closer to the season, once we know that everything looks like, who's doing what, and all those things. That'll be for then. This is just going to be my reasoning behind why I believe it is possible for Arkansas to be even better in 2022. And we'll start with the number three reason. The, the number three reason as to why Arkansas will be Better in 2022 is simply put the schedule. Now, Arkansas had the number one toughest schedule in college football this past year. We all know that. In fact, it's a tradition like no other for Arkansas football to have the toughest schedule in all of college football. And if it's not number one, it's usually at least in the top three. But that's what happens when you play in the SEC West. That's what happens when you schedule some really tough non-conference games. And unfortunately for Arkansas, they, for a while there, didn't get to play Arkansas on their schedule. So that's why has always looked to be a little bit more tougher than what it would be in other schedules too. But in the 2022 season, 
even though I believe it'll still be considered one of the toughest schedules in all of college football, I still believe, though, that the schedule will be easier next year, and here's why. 12 regular season games, all right? You start the season, though. I guess you don't start the season, but you play seven straight games, then you get a bye week, then you play five games. Right there is exactly what you want to have if you're a team that's going to have a tough schedule. You want to have your bye week right smack in the middle, or at least as much in the middle as possible, because that'll give you a little bit of a reset. You start off strong, you go towards the next level, and suddenly you're feeling you know pretty confident about that final stretch of the season as you really get down to it. So that's a really good benefit for Arkansas to have. But let's just kind of go through the schedule one by one and look at some of the pieces to it and why I believe it'll be the case. You start the season at Cincinnati, or against Cincinnati in Fayetteville. Cincinnati, a team that was in the college football playoff this past year, went undefeated until they ran into Alabama, team that beat Notre Dame last year. You get them. But as tough of a game as it will be, and I think it will be, that Cincinnati team from this past year lost pretty much everyone. Lost quarterbacks, lost linemen, lost wide receivers, lost defensive backs. I mean, I don't know the exact percentage on it, but they're going to be returning next to none of their starters next year. Now, they probably had a lot of good recruiting classes, relatively speaking. Luke Fickle's a really good coach. So they will be a team that will still be pretty good. A team that will still be uh, a team that needs to be taken seriously. It's not like you're playing Georgia Southern or anything like that. But you get them at home, they're breaking in a whole new team, and they're not going to be as good as they were this previous year. The next year, the next week, you play South Carolina at home. Now, they're a team that's on the rise. I think uh, uh, old Beamer, Shane Beamer's done a good job with them. They got Spencer Rattler as their new quarterback. But it's, to me, Spencer Rattler can't play at Oklahoma. Is he going to go to South Carolina and suddenly be good? I don't think so, especially with how good of a guru Lincoln Riley was when he was at Oklahoma. They'll be better but they're not going to be anything to really write home about. So South Carolina at home, instead of playing at Georgia this past year, yeah, we'll take that all day long. Then you have Missouri State, the return of Bobby Petrino. As good of a coach as I believe Bobby Petrino is, and as much as I respect Bobby Petrino, he doesn't have the horses to go up against Arkansas, especially next year. You have A&M then in Arlington. Now, this is always the toughest game in the early part of the season, usually. But AM has a great recruiting class. They're looking to be better next year. You beat them this past season. I'm not saying you can't beat them again, but I would be, it'd be tough for me to pick them right now because I think AM is going to be a much more improved team next year. But still, crazy things happen in Arlington. Crazy things happen in that game when it's played in Jerry World. Even though Arkansas lost the majority of those games, I still believe that Arkansas was in those games, even though they had no business being in those games. Even Chad Morris lost by a touchdown and then four points respectively. Chad Morris to Jimbo Fisher. Are you kidding me? So crazy things happen there. It could happen. Then you get Alabama at home. Now, it doesn't matter where you play out Alabama. You're going to play them in Alaska, and you'll probably get a loss there. But still, you get them at home. You get them earlier in the year. That's pretty helpful. At Mississippi State the next week, you've beaten them twice in a row. Uh, it'll be a tough game, but I still think that you're just as good, if not better, than what Mississippi State will be next year. You just got to make sure you don't make as many mistakes as them, and you could get that win. And then you go on the road to BYU. It'll be a tough game, but I still believe you're more talented. I still believe you're a better coach. I believe all those things do. So those games right there, that's your early part of the schedule. Most of them at home, especially your toughest games being at home, that's great. Then you get your bye week. Then you go at Auburn, which Auburn last year, the fact you lost to them is really just 
crap. Like it sucks because Auburn sucked last year, and I don't see them being any better this year. I think you finally go over there and get that victory and get off your off your back. Liberty, Hugh Freeze, same thing with Bobby Trino. Good coach, not the talent. LSU at home. We don't know what Brian Kelly's going to do, but you get it at home, and you know that you always feel good about that game when it's going to be home, especially late. Ole Miss, I think, is going to regress next year. You get them at home the next week. Wow. And then at Missouri, even though they've done some things in recruiting, they're still Missouri, and you have to go on the road. That's tough. I still like your chances in winning that game. So given the schedule, I believe there's no reason why Arkansas can't be just as good of a team, if not better than next year. Because you're not having to go on the road to Georgia or to Alabama or to Ole Miss, you know you're you're not having uh not having a you know some of the games in that in that regard where the teams were just kind of playing likes out like Ole Miss and then you know you could look at other games too like that Auburn game and say you should have won it but still the schedule sets up pretty nicely for Arkansas. We'll get to the second reason why next year will be better than this past year in just a second. First, I got to tell you about Bet Online and how they would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue the march into the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all sports wagering action in 2022. A new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today to receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers for the 2022 year. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so head over to BetOnline.ag where the game starts. Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so now we're going to go into the second reason why I believe Arkansas will be a better football team next year compared to what they were this past year, at least in the 2022 season compared to the 2021 season. And this one might be something that doesn't get stated enough or could be a positive or a negative opinion of who you are. But to me, the second reason as to why Arkansas would be better next year is that they are retaining their coaching staff. That, my friends, is a very, very, very big deal. Now, I know it's something that you can just kind of throw around willy-nilly sometimes and may not be able to appreciate as much, and you may not think it's as big of a deal because at the end of the day, you still need players, you still need the schedule, you still need all those things too. But here's the thing, folks. You know how many teams this year, this past year, we're winning programs. We're winning football teams. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 win teams had a lot of success. Do you know how many of those teams were able to say, at least at the point in time of this recording, that they were retaining their entire coaching staff from having a high level success? Like, think about it. Like, Ole Miss had a historically great year and they lost both of their coordinators to other coordinator positions. LSU fired their coach and they brought in a whole new staff. You know, AM made some changes to their staff. Florida has a whole new staff. Now, Georgia and Alabama, it's still early to tell, but I mean, you know, the Georgia's Dan Lanning's moving on and he's got a new job. So, you know, you, you just think about some of the big time teams that had high level success and how they were unable to retain their coaches because they either moved on went to other jobs, lateral moves some could consider. Maybe they got fired, or maybe they became head coaches, which at the end of the day, that's what you want your coaching staff to be. Don't get me wrong. You want your coaching staff to be able to be looked upon as being one of those teams and programs that's able to churn out uh, big-time players in when it comes to coaching and be able to put them in positions to be successful head coaches because when you do that, that means you've got a very healthy 
and successful program that assistant coaches want to be there and want to be uh, on board with. So to me, that's just a great indication of where you're at. But with that success that Arkansas had, and with the amount of respect that not only Sam Pittman has as a head coach among college football experts and the coaches around the country, but Barry Odom and Kendall Bryles, two of the, to me at least, more elite coordinators in the SEC. I'd have a hard time finding any another coordinator combination in the SEC that's better than Barry Odom and Kendall Bryles. Like even Alabama fans, they they they're not big on uh oh uh Bill O'Brien. Like they have talent. Like it's easy to be no offense, but it's easy to be a coordinator in Alabama when you're just surrounded by insane talent. Doesn't matter who you are, you can make it look good. And but at Arkansas, you don't have that. Like you're not going to have the Bama talent, the LSU talent. But what you do have is you have great coordinators, great assistant coaches, and a great head coach that is able to spark and to motivate this coaching staff into not only doing a phenomenal job on the field, but off the field when it comes to recruiting, building relationships, and all those things as well. Like you have guys that are able to really have a camaraderie and be all on the same page and moving forward so much so that none of these coaches were looking to leave. They are completely and totally fine staying at where they're at. And that's not just saying that about Kendall Bryles and Barry Odom. You know, you think about uh, a guy like Dowell Loggins, who is a tight ends coach right now for Arkansas, and how he's got so much NFL experience. Like, he's big time. You think about Jimmy Smith, the running backs coach, and the amount of connections that he has. Main reason he got Jaden Hazelwood to come here because of the connections that he had there. Think about Kenny Guyton and a former wide receiver himself that has a lot of great relationships in the wide receivers. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But you got a young, phenomenal energized recruiter there as well. Jamal Ashley, you know, he's been able to do some great things with that defensive front, that defensive line, just this past year with a bunch of new guys coming in. Uh, you know, Cody Kennedy was a Broyles Award semifinal. I think it was a finalist, actually, because of the job he did on the offensive line. I'm sure Sam Pittman helped him out a lot, but still, he's really good at that. Michael Schur at linebackers. Like, are you serious? The linebackers? Did you see what these guys did this last year? And did you see who they just added in the linebacking room? That's big time, too. And as much crap as he got, Scott Fountain as the special teams coach, he's really he really showed you something there at the end of the year. He's got a great kicker in Cam Little. Uh, he's been able to call some of those fake field goals, fake punts that worked out so successfully. Um, they got better at protection. They got better at playmaking. They got, they got better as the year went on. And he got a lot of crap, rightfully or wrongfully so, but the dude has delivered at a much higher and better and bigger level and so you got to give credit where credit is due. That's your coaching staff right now, and none of them left. None of them. They want to be here. I believe that to me that shows just how well-respected Sam Pittman is as a head coach and how this team, when you have continuity like that, not only with players but with coaches, that's how you build a strong foundation of being successful year after year because then you don't have to learn anything new. You don't have to get – into a relationship with anybody new, your your Kendall Bryles, your offensive staff, you all know what you got to do and what it means and what they expect. Barry Odom, the defensive players and the defensive staff, they all know each other. They all know what they want and they expect out of one another. They know how to get to that next level and what needs to happen to make you feel really good about it. Like Those are the things that's going to set you apart as a football program. And to me, that's the second reason as to why Arkansas will be better next year is because they're keeping their coaching staff in check and intact, and that is going to build up a much better rapport 
and foundation to be a successful football program. And they're going to have that again next year in 2022. We'll get to the number one and final reason as to why Arkansas will be better next year in football. But first, it's the new year, folks. You know about Built Bar. We all have those New Year's resolutions. We want to start eating healthier. We want to start losing a little bit of weight. Well, the thing is, is that we got to go and exercise, but we also got to eat right, too. And that's what Built Bar does for you. It is very convenient. It's very easy. It's great for a snack on to, on to go, no matter what it is, no matter what the flavor it is. It's great. It's healthy. It tastes amazing. And it's only around 130 calories. And it's got 17 grams of protein in most of the bars. And they have assorted flavors that you can choose your favorite type. And you can eat it at any point in time. So if you got some sweets hanging around the house, get rid of them. Get you a Built Bar. Because I promise you, you'll enjoy just as much. And it'll be that much healthy for, healthier for you. And really help you out when it comes to those New Year's resolutions to trying to eat healthier. And if you go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCK15, you will get 15% off your next door. It doesn't matter how many you order. It doesn't matter... If you order the entire store, 15% off. Again, go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off with Built Bar. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so the final and number one reason as to why the Razorback football team will be better in 2022 than what they were in 2021, I feel like you all probably could guess this, K.J. Jefferson. It's as simple as that. You have a QB1 that not only is one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC, in my opinion, will enter into next year as the second best quarterback behind the Heisman winner, Bryce Young. But honestly, I don't believe I could find very many quarterbacks even outside the SEC that is better than K.J. Jefferson or is going to be highly regarded as K.J. Jefferson. And to me, that just showcases how much he's grown and how much he's developed and how well-respected he is and honestly how he fits perfectly into the system and into the culture of the Arkansas Razorbacks. You know, I'll never forget when Sam Pittman was talking about that story where in his first year, during the COVID year, they had Felipe Franks where they got out of the transfer portal and really helped out Arkansas when they knew that he was going to be leaving. Really, all they had behind him was K.J. Jefferson. And Sam Pittman was saying that he was talking to Kendall Browse and everybody's like, hey, we may need to look in the portal just to add a little depth and get another quarterback uh, just to kind of have some competition and see if we can get the best option out there. And then when Felipe Franks could not play in that Missouri game in uh, Pittman's first year on the road, they gave the nod to KJ, and KJ played out of his mind, played incredible in that game. And at that moment, Sam Pittman told the staff, we ain't rec recruiting another quarterback. We got our quarterback right here. That just kind of shows you the respect that this coaching staff has for KJ Jefferson and what he's been able to do. Like his, his whole body of work where he's built like a truck. He's 245 pounds. He's six foot three. He has a cannon for an arm, but he's also got some serious speed. And he's not going to go down easily. He'll he'll truck you if he wants you to, if he wants to, and it won't feel very good when you got a a quarterback that's built like a linebacker coming at you at full speed and just putting his shoulder down. You're not going to win many of those battles. So just his overall physical appearance and physical being already gives him a major advantage in college football, and the fact that he is able to have uh, an offense that really caters to a lot of his strengths, especially when it comes to his legs and what he's able to do with uh, getting outside the pocket and making good throws and going across his body, whatever it may be. He's got that major threat to where 
he can make good decisions and be able to find the open man fairly easily as well. He's, he's going to be an experienced veteran player. He's going to enter into his redshirt junior year. So he's been around a long time. He knows Kendall Browns and they know the offense and they all have uh, have the same experience, same rapport there. And another thing, too, is he does not turn the ball over. He threw four interceptions this year. He had one in the pin against Penn State, which was a guy was wide open, but it was just a great play by the Penn State defender. The one before that was before halftime against Ole Miss when they just chucked up a Hail Mary. Didn't count. I don't count that one anyways. Before that was when Texas and their defensive back made a phenomenal play on that ball. And even though KJ had a guy wide open, he just didn't he didn't put enough loft behind it. Just a great play by him. And then the first one was against Rice in his first game as a starter, at least the QB one, when it comes to what he's been able to do as a quarterback. So the guy didn't turn the ball over. He makes good decisions. Now, he did have that fumble against Auburn, which was pretty brutal. But besides that, like, he's a great ball handler. He knows how to when to throw, when not to throw, when to run, when not to run. He's good at those things. And, and, the, and the most important thing, folks, the biggest thing about K.J. Jefferson as to why Arkansas will be better and always be a great team with him as quarterback is the dude is a gamer. When it comes down to it, when the game's on the line, Give the ball to K.J. Jefferson. He's going to make the best decisions. He's going to lead you down the field for a touchdown. He did it against Ole Miss this past year. He did it against Missouri last year when they needed it on the road. He did it against Mississippi State this year. When the game's on the line, when the lights are on the brightest, when everyone's looking to K.J. Jefferson saying, hey, save the day for us, Superman. Go out there and win the game for us. We need you. He delivers every time. You can't put a value on that when it comes to your quarterback. You can't ever even begin to imagine how big of a deal that is to have with your quarterbacks. You know, we talk about all these other great QBs that have been known in history, and whether it's the NFL or in college, of winning games and being some of the all-time greats. Yeah, they had talent. Yeah, they had arm strength. Yeah, they had good players around, and they had all those things. But what made them separate themselves from everyone else is their gamer. They're, they're when the game's on the line, how they respond in clutch situations. That's why Tom Brady's the GOAT. That's why he's gone to the Super Bowl as much as he has. Is he, I mean, was he the most talented quarterback? No. Does he have the most arm strength? No. I mean, none of that. But when the lights come on, when it's the most important moment of the season or of the game or whatnot, he delivers. And that's what KJ has. You Again, he, you can add all the attributes you want. You, you can add on all the talent that you want. You can add everything that you can possibly do, and you can coach, you can coach, you can coach, you can call plays, you can do all those things. But at the end of the day, your quarterback's going to be decided by and going to be defined by how he handles himself when the game is on the line. And K.J. Jefferson is as good as any quarterback you'll ever have. That alone is going to make you a better football team next year when the games are close because there's going to be some close games. There's going to be some times where it comes down to the final minute, the final possession of the game. And with Arkansas got the ball, they're down four points. There's two and a half minutes to go. You got two timeouts. You got to drive 75 yards down the field. Don't be worried. Don't be concerned. Believe in KJ. And because you have KJ behind center, as long as he stays healthy, you are going to be a much better team in 2022 than you were in 2021. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.